You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 141, the solo series. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn Worsley here. So episode 141, you know, <laughs> I laugh because I've just met me. I have been on this earth with myself long enough to know that I plan out some of these future episodes and then I go out for my normal run, walk and life happens. And then a whole other episode comes up that I must put out there, which is today's episode. In real time, it is July 1st. It is, it is the first day of the last six months of 2018. And uh, around the first of every month, I always sit down with myself. And from a business perspective, I look at where am I right now? Where are my goals for this year? Where am I heading? Uh, what do I need to do differently? And I have to tell you, I changed course in my business in a major way in these last six months. And so I'm, I'm still at the beginning of my goals for 2018, which in one way is good because now I am laser focused. And I know exactly what I want and where I'm going with my business. Now, the other point, it's six months of 2018 is now gone. And I'm like, wow, I need to, I need to ramp some stuff up. And you might be in the same spot. You might be looking at your business and thinking, what did I do with the last six months? You know, where is my business going? Where is it heading? What are my results? What do I need to do differently? And if you're in that same space with me, you know, even though I know what the last six months, what I've produced tangibly, I haven't gotten to where I wanted to be by now. And you can relate to that. What do you do when you're not where you want to be by now? And I had a real moment this morning in my run walk. I like to listen to, I I do, I, when I go on my run walk, it's about an hour and a half out in the beautiful Wyoming country and it's early morning. And I listen to things that help me do the inner work. I listen to my emotional leadership training. I listen to inspirational videos. I listen to entrepreneurial training because as an inner leadership expert, I've got to constantly be training my own mind. I have to constantly be working with my own inner critic and my inner badass. And so that is something that I do every single day. And it's funny that on July 1st, which, you know, for those of us in the United States, it ushers in the month of 4th of July and this concept of freedom and this idea of like, you know, there's only six more months left in the year. How am I going to, you know, ramp up and do what I need to do in my business and in my life? That's why I created today's episode. This wasn't the original episode that I'd planned. The episode that I'd planned for today, I'm actually going to talk about in episode 142. But today, especially because it's July 1st, and especially because if you are listening to this episode, you were meant to listen to this episode. I I want to talk about something that as I'm, I'm speaking this to you, I am, I'm going to, I'm going to spend the bulk of today really looking at myself and asking myself this question in my life and in my business. And the title of today's episode is don't declare your freedom, live it. Don't declare your freedom, live it. Because far too often we spend a lot of time, and this is not just in business, this is also in life. We spend a lot of time declaring things that we want, declaring who we want to be and where we want to go and what we want to do. And there is power to declaration. 
I say affirmations every single day. Uh, I go in the mirror and I look at myself and I, I say I am statements pretty much every single day. I have certain things that I do routinely like Napoleon Hill's self-confidence formula pretty much every single day. I'm a firm believer in the power of the tongue and the power of language and what you say to yourself and how you say it and the emotion that it generates. That is power. But a lot of people live in the declaration phase and they never get to the activation phase or the living phase or the sustaining phase. And so what I want to talk about in today's episode is let's just take care of the declaration part super fast. You've been declaring what you want in your business for a long time. You've been declaring what you want in your life for a long time. You've been declaring all of these things. Like I'll give you a prime example. I've been wanting to do a fitness competition and get to IFBB Bikini Pro for probably, how old is my middle child? Probably a good 15, 16 years. He's 14. Uh, I've wanted to do it before he was even uh, born. I wanted to do a competition and I'm still probably about five years away from competing. I will probably hit my first uh, IFBB, well, not IFBB because I won't be pro then, but I'll probably hit my first NPC bikini uh, competition when I'm 45 because I know the trajectory of my life right now and what I really want. And I'm working towards that. So for at least 15, 16 years at this point, I have declared inwardly and outwardly that one of my major life goals is to become an IFBB bikini pro, period the end. And I've been declaring that for over 15 years at this point. But my declaration, if it is not backed up with activation, intention, sustaining, and delivering, my declaration is nothing more than a declaration. It isn't my life. And so I had this experience this last week where it, it, I mean, I, you guys, if you're listening, if you listen to She Runs the Show podcast, you know how much I've talked about this on and off for years at this point. I had a week this week where I said, let me get myself back into fitness competition mode. I know I'm not going to compete for a number of years, but let me, let me take on this idea that if I'm going to be what I say I want to be, There's a part of me that has to commit to that journey. There's a part of me that needs to, in some way, shape, or form, start activating pieces of that journey in my life. And so in this last week, I have, um, for the first time since I was actually last on fitness competition prep, for the first time I've done three to four hour workouts. I, I, I can't, I mean, I have, I would have to say that last time I've really done at least two three to four hour workouts in a week, I was actually on fitness competition prep mode. And that was at least two or three years ago. So I spent the last time, the last seven days doing that and not even a hundred percent doing it because I didn't do it six days out of the week. I, I managed to get three of those kinds of workouts and sort of watch what I eat, was eating. So I wasn't a hundred percent in, I wasn't all in like I talked to you about. And even just somewhat stepping into even just somewhat for the last seven days going out of declaration mode and into activation mode, I've lost three pounds in the last seven days. And I, every fitness uh, icon or competitor is going to not like what I'm about to say. And I drank lots of Coke this week, Coca-Cola, lots of it. I'm talking about eight, nine, 10 cans. I sort of watched what I ate, but I didn't really, I, you know, I did two or three days of serious exercise, and then an hour and a half the other days. So I wasn't even all in. 
But there is something about when you go from declaration to activation that changes the game. And what I've learned in this last week is that, yes, I'm going to get a little bit of results if I go from declaration to activation, but it isn't only that. In order to live free, you've got to be free. And the beingness of freedom is not something you do some of the time. It's not something you do when you feel like it. It is a way of life. It is a 24 hours a day, seven days a week kind of thing. So what I'm speaking to in today's episode is I want you to get out of the declaration mode and into the activation mode. And even beyond the activation mode, there there's a piece where you're activating for a while while you build the habit and while you build the mindset. And then you've got to go full throttle all in every single day, no matter how you feel. That's the sustaining part of your freedom. But far too often, especially in business, we want to declare a thing. And we get excited about declaring what we're creating in our business, but we forget that that's 2% of the journey. The other 98% is actually being it every single day, living it every single day. And the ability to do that is a game changer, not only for you, but for everybody else. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how can you strategically and powerfully move beyond the declaration phase of things in your life and business and experience true freedom in both your life and business so that you can then help other people experience the same. How do you do that? I'm going to start with a Pinterest quote. You know how I feel about Pinterest. I found this quote this morning because I knew I was going to talk about freedom. It's almost the 4th of July for those of us in America. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Everybody talks about it, but what, but the problem is most people are declaring it, but they're not being it. They're declaring their freedom, what they want, what they want to create, but they're not being it. And let me, let's just go right into what do I mean when I say by being, I'm going to give you two quotes. These are game changers. Find them on Pinterest, save them to a board. Okay. First quote is from Andrea Bolt. And on Pinterest, this is what, this is, this is a quote from Andrea Bolt. Andrea Bolt says, freedom is not about the size of your cage or power of your wings or non-attachment to a person or a thing. Freedom is about being so truly, madly, and deeply attached to your own soul that you can't bear, if only for a moment, a life that doesn't honor it. I'm reading this two more times because I can't even, I can't even talk to you about the power of this quote. If nothing else, I want you to put this quote somewhere on your wall and every single day you need to read that to yourself and go, am I doing that? Am I living that? Is this what I'm doing? Andrea Bolt, here's what she says. Freedom is not about the size of your cage or power of your wings or non-attachment to a person or a thing. Freedom is about being so truly, madly, and deeply attached to your own soul that you can't bear, if only for a moment, a life that does not honor it. One, I got to read it one more time because we're going to dive into this. We're, we're gonna, I'm going to give you some, some questions and some things, but we're going to dive into it. Here's Andrea Bolt's words one more time. Freedom is not about the size of your cage or power of your wings or non-attachment to a person or a thing. Freedom is about being so truly, madly, and deeply attached to your own soul that you can't bear, if only for a moment, a life that doesn't honor it. 
a life that does not honor the truly, madly, and deeply attachment you have to your soul. Freedom is you can't even sit in that life for a moment. Sit with that one. Okay. Second quote, Albert Camus. The only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. Do you know why my life's work is to help entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs fire their inner critic, find their inner badass, and finally build their business. Do you know why that's my life's work? Because I understand what Albert is saying here so quick, so completely. The only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. Do you know what is, do you know what, why I love to help people build businesses and why I love to help people who think they can't build a business, build a business that is so astronomically successful that they blow their own minds every single day, just doing what they love to do. Because I understand that when you are financially free, when no one person, no one company, no one source of revenue has the ability with one decision to ruin your financial life, then you are truly free. Then you can make different decisions. Then you can go out and transform the world, then it doesn't matter to you if this fails or that fails because you've got 10 of them going on and you are supported on all fronts. That kind of freedom to me makes your very existence an act of rebellion. And that is the only way in my mind to get rid of poverty, war, uh, you know, children being exploited as sex. You give me any of the things that are going on in the world that you're looking at and you are going, this is craziness what we're doing in the world and how people are being treated. My answer to you and my calling in my life, we need more people building businesses, having the kind of money that can go in the world and do the kinds of things, creating the kind of freedom that can teach people in third world countries how to create that kind of freedom. To me, that is the existence that makes your very existence an act of rebellion. Let me read Albert Camus's quote one more time. The only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. Do you know what is freedom to me? This is why I love to help entrepreneurs just fire that inner critic, find their inner badass, and finally build their business. And if you want to join the group, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic request to be accepted because it's a new month and I'm now about to be back on FB live trainings Monday through Friday starting this week. Just saying. Do you know what is an absolute act of rebellion to me? When when I help someone build a business that is so massively successful that they never again think about going to the bank to apply for a mortgage. They never again think about going to a car dealership and filling out a loan application because they want to buy a $50,000 car. To me, rebellion is you become the bank. You are the bank. You never again have to get a mortgage. You never again have to get a car loan. You never again have to think about your student loan debt because you paid all of it off. To me, the only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. That is a big act of rebellion. If you think about every single person you know in your life, most people can't say that they are the bank.
Most people can't say that they can go to a car dealership and just say, okay, I want this car $55,000. Where do I make, who do I make this certified checkout to? Most people can't say, oh yeah, I'm just going to buy that $650,000 house cash money. Let's, let's make a deal. Most people can't say that. And there are a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs who, who shy away from being materialistic because then they're taking, no, 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 I don't want to think about being debt free or, you know, doing all of that because I just want to help the world. Helping the world is how you're going to get there. Serving your tribe is how you're going to get there. But here's the thing. You can't serve your tribe and help them be free if you're living under the bondage of not being free in your mind, in your head first, because that's what's going to create it in your bank account, your life and everything else. But here's the problem. We're out there declaring our freedom, but we're not living it. We're not living it. And so what I'm going to talk about today is how do we get out of the declaration of freedom stage and into the activation and sustaining and building and living a freedom stage so you can be out in the world, not only having your very existence be an act of rebellion, but so you can teach other people how to to do the very same thing. So you can teach other people how to do that. And here's what we're going to do in this episode. I'm going to give you, because if you want to know how to go from declaring your freedom to activating and living it, I'm going to give you five game-changing questions. I'm going to give you three life-altering intentions, and I'm going to give you one absolute commitment. Let me preface early the absolute commitment, which I am also taking on from this very moment forward, is hard. It is going to be hard. It's going to kick your ass and, and you're going to, uh, have many failure moments. Be good with that. <laughs> be good with that. I'm just going to, this absolute commitment that we're going to talk about at the end is going to kick your and my ass. And you know what? We're going to do this thing together. We're going to do it together. So if we want to stop declaring our freedom and we want to start living it, here are the five game changing questions that you need to ask and answer. And I'm going to be a hard ass about this and say, you need to do that today. I'm going to answer these questions in depth in my journal today. You need to do that today. No waiting, no tomorrow. I don't care what you've got on the plate. Clear the plate, handle this business. It's July 1st. If you're listening later, I don't care what day it is, handle it today. Five game changing questions. Number one, and you need to really sit with this and you need to be truthful and honest and upfront. You need to have a get it together talk with yourself. That's what these game changing questions are about. Here, if you want to stop declaring your freedom and actually live it, Here are the five game-changing questions you need to ask. Grab pen and paper so you can write these down. Number one, in what areas of my life do I need to be free? Oh, I'm just saying. That's why I always say life and business, because sometimes the area you need to be free in is your life. It's not your business. Just saying. Number one, in what areas of my life do I need to be free? Let me go back to the Pinterest quote, because I want you to understand what freedom is. Andrea Bolt, freedom is not about the size of your cage or power of your wings or non-attachment to a person or a thing. Freedom is about being so truly, madly, and deeply attached to your own soul that you can't bear, if only for a moment, a life that doesn't honor it. Who and what is not honoring your soul in your life? In what areas of your life? Do you need to be free? Ask yourself, in what areas of my life do I need to be free? You know what I'm going to tell you? The second I asked myself that question this morning, 
my soul already spoke. I could have, I could have written it down. I'm going to sit today with it, but my, your soul already has the answer already knows. Don't even pretend like you don't know. You know the answer to this question. In what areas of your life do I need to be free? What areas of my life do I need to be free? Question number one. Here's the second game changing question. In each of those areas of my life that I, that my soul is now saying I need to be free. What is my definition of freedom in that area? See, it's one thing to recognize that there's an area of your life where you need to be free. It's another thing to say to yourself very clearly, what is my definition of freedom for that area? What is my definition of freedom? You know, one area of my life that I need to be free, my, my, my fitness, my weight. I'm carrying on, I'm carrying too much baggage over here, like way too much, way too much for me normally, way too much for me as a fitness pro, way too. So I know my definition of freedom when it comes to my body, I could tell you the weight, the measurements, I could tell you the size, and I could tell you how it feels. And I'm going to write that down today in my journal. So first game-changing question you need to answer, in what areas of my life do I need to be free? Second game-changing question, in each of those areas that my soul has said I need to be free, what is my definition of freedom? Write it down in your own handwriting. Remember, writing is a psychoneuromotor activity. When you write it in your own handwriting, not type, 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 write, powerful. It makes it real. So second game-changing question, in each of those areas, what is my definition of freedom? Third game-changing question, what arenas of my life am I keeping myself caged in? Ooh, let me, I need a sip of water because I'm going to, I'm about to go there. What arenas of my life am I keeping myself caged in? You know what? I, the current weight that I'm at, the extra body fat that I've taken on, I put myself in that cage. How about that? I did that. So today I'm going to sit in air and ask myself, what arenas of my life am I keeping myself caged? You know what? If you're not earning enough in your business, guess who's keeping themselves caged in their revenue and their business? You are. I am. We are. Oh, we need to look at it now, don't we? What arenas of my life am I keeping myself caged? That's game changing question number three. Be truthful. Like, let's get real with it. Let's, until we can have a conversation with us and call a thing a thing, as Yanla would say, there is no moving past it because you can't change, as T.D. Jakes would say, what you're not willing to confront. Can't do it. Okay. Question, game changing question number three. What arenas of my life? Am I keeping myself caged in? Game-changing question number four. This is a powerful one because sometimes we do ask the question, where am I holding myself back? Where am I, where am I keeping my, I think a lot of us, especially as entrepreneurs, we do ask that question. We're not making the kind of money we want to be making or, or things aren't moving the way we, I think we do ask question number three, you know, how am I holding myself back? Where am I keeping myself stuck? But question number four, I don't think a lot of us ever really ask. Here's question number four. What is the purpose of each of my cages? What's the buy-in? In other words, what's the payoff that you and I are getting from the cages we've built for ourselves? Oh, I don't think most people ask that question because they're like, no, there's no cage. If I'm not making the kind of money I want to make, yes, there's no payoff. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Uh, I can tell you for sure this extra body weight that's on me, there's payoff in that. 
big time. I have loved every Kit Kat bar, every Snickers, every uh, Twinkie, every French fry. I'm telling you, I've loved every piece of pizza I've eaten. Every Crunch Bar. Oh, yes. I've had many payoffs to every pound of body fat I have put on my body. So get real with game-changing question number four. What is the purpose of each of my cages? What's the buy-in for me to have built and kept those cages? What has been the payoff for me to build and keep myself in those cages? Get real, write it down so you know what to confront. You know what to deal with. And then game-changing question number five is another one. If I weren't afraid to lose, if I knew all that I do from this moment forward would lead to me winning, 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 what powerful decisions and massive actions would I now take in my business from this moment forward? Let me say the question again. If I weren't afraid to lose, if I knew that everything that I did from this moment forward would lead to winning, 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 what powerful decisions and massive actions would I now take in my business from this moment forward? This is a very important question because a lot of us declare and then we throw in yeah, but after we declare, we declare that we want a really successful business that's online that allows us to live by the beach that that's passive, which I'm going to do a whole other episode about why I don't believe in passive income. I don't even have me go there. Uh, but we, we declare that we want a six or seven figure business, but then we immediately undo the declaration of that by going, yeah, but uh, you know, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do FBA ads. I don't know how to, we do a lot of, we undo the entire declaration with our yeah, but crap. I do it. You do it. We all do it. So this question number five is game changing because when we now surgically remove the yabot piece of us. And we say, okay, if I weren't afraid to lose, if I'm just going to put myself into the role, like an actor, into the mindset, if I knew that everything I did from this moment forward would cause me to win, 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 like win everywhere, success is all around me. I think Louise Zell has, has an affirmation that says something like, everything I touch is a success. That's one of Louise Zell Hayes' affirmations. Everything I touch, like if you just knew, that even when you failed, you won. Even when things just like a launch just bombed, you won. If, if you were that person, if you were that version of you where everything was win, 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 what powerful decisions and massive actions would you now take in your business from this moment forward? Write it down. Jot all of them down. I'm going to be doing that later today. Do it with me. Don't wait. So let me repeat these five game-changing questions because today's episode is not about declaring your freedom. It is about living it. So here are the five game-changing questions. Number one, in what areas of my life do I need to be free? Question number two, in each of those areas, what is my definition of freedom? Because they, your definition of freedom will be different for each of those areas, just so you know. Question number two, game-changing question number three, what arenas of my life am I keeping myself caged in? You know what? I just had this moment. I have big white paper. I'm going to draw the cages for each of my areas. I'm going to draw them out. I've colored pencils and I have big paper. I'm going to, I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to be creative. Uh, you know, as my, as my dear friend, Tanya Kelvin and creativity coach, she's an amazing creativity coach, by the way, would say creativity is life. 
I'm going to, I'm going to do this creatively today. So game changing question number three, what arenas of your life are you keeping yourself caged in? What arenas of my life am I keeping myself caged in? Game changing question number four, what is the purpose of each of my cages? What's the buy-in? What's the payoff? What am I getting? I loved every Twinkie. I'm just saying I loved them. All of them. They tasted delicious. Just saying, what's the payoff? What are you getting from each of these cages? And game changing question number five, if I weren't afraid to lose, if I knew all that I did and all that I would do from this moment forward would lead me in my business to win, 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 win everywhere, what powerful decisions and massive actions would I now take in my business? Those are the five game-changing questions. If you want to move from declaration to activation and living your freedom, you need to answer truthfully, completely, put it down on paper in your own handwriting. Then once you answer those five game-changing questions, once I answer these today, then I'm going to go into my three life-altering intentions. So you you answer the five game-changing questions. Then you need to move into three life-altering intentions, and you write these out as well in your own handwriting. Number one, this is who I'm choosing to be from now on. I want I, I want you to write out somewhere, preferably in a journal so all of this can be together, but I want you to write out who are you choosing to be from now on? Who is that? What does that look like? What does that feel like? What is it to be like? What do you do? How do you say? What do you... I want you to start with, this is who I'm choosing to be from now on and write that specific descriptive narrative out completely. And I would say also write it a second time on a loose, on a piece, loosely, look up. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not old, but I, you and I, if you're old enough, you remember when we use loose leaf as a, a thing, loose leaf paper. Anyway, uh, you write it out on a piece of paper. And fold it up so you can keep it with you everywhere you go and you can read this, especially when you feel like there's tension going on in your life. So the three life-altering intentions are, one, this is who I am choosing to be from now on. Two, these are the values I'm choosing to honor from now on. Write out your values. What are your values? What do you believe in? What is sacred to you? What will you accept and what will you not accept based on those values? These are the values I'm not choosing. I'm choosing to honor from now on and life altering intention. Number three, these are the results that I will now produce because I know I'm now committed to experiencing my own worthiness. Let me say that again. These are the results that I will now produce because I know I'm now committed to my, to experiencing my own worthiness. In other words, what are you going to, what are you going to, what are you committed to creating in your business between now and the end of the year? You got six months. What results? Not, um, so, so let me, let me say results are different than goals. Not, I want to build a business. Okay. That's cute. Not, I want to, um, launch a podcast or write a book, but what's the result that you want to see from the podcast you launch? What's the result you want to see from the book you write? Is it going to be a New York Times bestseller? I wouldn't set that as a goal. I'm going to do a whole other episode about the nonsense of that, but I wouldn't set that as a goal if I were you. Um, is it I'm going to make six figures by the end of the year? Is it, and what is that exact six figure number? Is it that I'm going to build my list to 5,000? Results are about exact numbers and metrics that you can hold yourself to. And number three is life altering intention. I want results specific, like numbers. If I audited you on December 31st, 2018, 
I want to be able to audit you against what you're going to put in life altering intention. Number three, let me give you these life altering intentions that you're going to set today. One, this is who I am choosing to be from now on. Two, these are the values I'm choosing to honor from now on. And three, these are the results that I will now produce because I know I'm now committed to experiencing my own worthiness. Again, if you can't come up with those numbers and write them down, or if you're super resistant, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the question. Have you really made a commitment to earn what you're worth in your business? Have you really done that? Or are you still on the sidelines, but on the fence and you're acting like you're not, but you actually are. Because if you have really made a commitment to earn what you're worth, you will write those results down in, in life altering intention number three. You will, you'll put it on paper. So three life altering intentions. After you ask the five game changing questions, I'm going to give it to you one more time. One, this is who I am choosing to be from now on. Two, these are the values I'm choosing to honor from now on. Write those out. Three, these are the results that I will now produce because I know I'm now committed to experiencing my own worthiness. Boom. So answer the five game game changing questions, then write out in full detail. I'm talking, this is going to be pages by the time you're done. Three life altering intentions. And the last piece to go from declaring your freedom to living it is the hardest piece. I said that in the beginning. I'm going to say it again. It's going to kick your and my ass. Let's say yes to the whole process. It is one absolute commitment. One absolute commitment. Are you ready for it? It's going to kick our asses and we're going to have a great time doing it. Revamp your entire schedule to demonstrate to you a life that honors your mission, your purpose, your values, your intentions, your commitment, and your being, and then follow that schedule until the end of the year at least. I'm going to say it one more time because it may sound really simple, but I'm going to tell you it's going to kick my ass. So I'm also going to tell you it's going to kick your ass. And we're going to be in this. You know what? It reminds me of Brene Brown's book, Braving the Wilderness. We're going to brave the fucking wilderness together. That's what we're going to do with this absolute commitment. So here's the absolute commitment. And I want it done today. This is not something that's going to take you a week. It really is not. And if you are taking a week to do this, I'm going to tell you, you are more of a planner than a doer. You need to fix that. You're, you were born to be a doer. You were not born to be a planner. We pick that planning stuff up somewhere along the way. We need to just chuck it. Do not plan. Okay. One absolute commitment. After you've asked the five game-changing questions, after you've completed the three life-altering intentions, now we got to do one absolute commitment. Absolute. Do you know what absolute means? Completely, entirely, no turning back, 100%. Revamp your entire schedule to demonstrate to you a life that honors your mission, your purpose, your values, your intentions, your commitment, and your being, and then follow that schedule into the end of the year. It's going to kick my ass. Join me. Let's brave this wilderness together. Here's the thing. I'm going to go back to that Pinterest quote by Andrea Bolt. I want you to get that when you're revamping your entire schedule, when you're done revamping it, and that's the easy part. That's kind of the planner part because revamping it is easy and cute because you can do color-coded blocks on Google Calendar. You can have fun with the whole thing. The hard part is the living it to a T every single day, at least until the end of the year. Let's go back to Andrea's quote here. 
Freedom is not about the size of your cage or the power of your wings or non-attachment to a person or a thing. Freedom is about being so truly, madly, and deeply attached to your own soul that you can't bear, if only for a moment, a life that doesn't honor it. You need to look at the schedule that you're about to revamp once it's revamped, and you need to be like, that schedule is the bomb.com. It honors every bit of my own soul. I look at this schedule and I just want to, I just want to run around the room because this is a schedule that honors my own soul. If you revamp your entire schedule and you don't feel that way, you need to keep revamping until you get to a schedule where you go, drop the mic, boom, this is everything. This is everything. Absolute commitment. Revamp your entire schedule to demonstrate to you a life that honors your mission, your purpose, your values, your intentions, your commitment, and your being, and then follow that schedule at the end of the year. That means you put when you wake up on the schedule, you put when you go to sleep, you account for how many hours you need. You know, don't judge yourself. Listen, I have spent years judging myself for not getting eight hours of sleep a night. I'm just not an eight hours a night kind of person. I don't feel amazing on eight hours a night. I feel better on five to seven, preferably six, but I don't need eight hours. If you don't need eight hours like me, stop judging yourself because you don't get eight hours. Ignore the research, trust your own body, do what you got to do. So when you revamp this schedule, your wake up time, your go to bed time, your hour of power, um, when you're working on your business, what you're working on in your business, family time, lifetime, vacations, tra- it all needs to be on that calendar. And then you need to live it. Now you're probably saying in your head, but what if I like, what if I, what if like La Vida Loca happens and I can't, and it, and my calendar goes off course. This is part of the absolute commitment. Here's part of the living it piece. When you get off course, honor where you are, honor the lesson, get right back on course in that very moment. Don't wait for tomorrow or Monday. You get off course, notice it, find the lesson, honor the lesson, get back on course. When doubt sets in, you go, I don't know if I could really stick to a schedule like that feels so strict to me and disciplined to me. Well, listen, discipline equals freedom. So I'm going to tell you, get over that. And whenever you see doubt set in, this is why I want you in fire your inner critic, find your inner badass and finally build your business because doubt is going to show up in the inner critic. That is the inner critic's number one tool to use against you is doubt. When doubt sets in, you need to take an action that aligns you to your values. Go back to what I said when we did life-altering intention. These are the values I'm choosing to honor from now on. Read it out loud to yourself whenever doubt sets in. And then take an action that aligns to the values that you put in that intention. And then you might be saying, well, what about when failure happens? When failure happens, sit with it. That's, you know, this is why I recommend reading Brene's, Brene Brown's Braving the Wilderness. She talks about sitting with failure. She talks about in Rising Strong, but I love the way she talks about in Braving the Wilderness. Sit with it. Like feel the suckiness of it. Feel the crap of it. Listen. Failure is the master teacher. Listen to what it's come to teach you. Listen, learn, and honor the teacher that failure is. Expect it. Want it. You're never going to grow without failure. So you don't want to be somebody who never fails. I shudder when people talk about they rarely fail or they never fail. Because I'm like, ooh, then you're only like 25% of who you could be. 
Ooh, you don't know how to get through a rough spot in life and they're bound to be responsible. When somebody tells me I never fail, or when somebody tells me, man, I fail this one thing and I never fail anything and I feel horrible. I'm like, ooh, what are you going to do when like you have a divorce? Or when you, when you lose a job or when you lose a client, like, what are you going to do when, when your house gets flooded and the insurance company won't pay for it and you're like freaking out and having a nervous breakdown? Forget it. Don't even let me go in arenas I've lived in like a miscarriage. I won't even go with a miscarriage because we're not even going to talk about that in this episode. But I'm just saying, you want failure because failure is what builds resilience and grit and stamina and all the things that you need to get through life, like not even business, life. So when failure happens, sit in the classroom, listen, learn, and honor the master teacher that failure is. Now here's, here's going to be the hardest piece. When you do this, revamping your entire schedule, so it demonstrates to you a life that honors your mission, your purpose, your values, your intentions, your commitment, and your being. And then you follow that schedule to a T until the end of this year. There are going to be folks in your life who don't like it. There are going to be folks in, in your life who see you changing and growing and evolving. And they're not going to like that. There's going to be a lot of fear for them. There's going to be a lot of resistance from them. And you're going to have to make some decisions. Here's the hardest piece of this whole absolute commitment thing. It, it's not even the following it that's the hardest piece. You know what the hardest piece is? You have to, when you notice anything in your life that's not in congruence with who you truly are and what you truly deserve, you have to, as a matter of honoring your values, honoring who you are, when you notice anything, I mean an inkling, a feeling, a, 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 you just need a little, a little bit of a bad vibe. You notice anything in your life that's not in congruence with who you truly are and what you truly deserve, get rid of it immediately. Immediately. I, I'm, I'm going to say this with un, in no uncertain terms. Drop it like it's hot the first second it hits you the wrong way. Period. The end. No questions asked. No responses given. No waiting to see if things are going to change. Drop it like it's hot. You know why? Because it does not honor your very being. Can we go back to Andrea Bolt's quote? I want you to get why I say you drop it immediately. I don't care what it is. Freedom is not about the size of your cage or power of your wings or non-attachment to a person or thing. Freedom is about being so truly, madly, and deeply attached to your own soul that you can't bear, if only for a moment, a life that doesn't honor it. When you become that kind of person who lives your freedom, you're not going to be able to take even for a second anything or anyone that does not honor your soul. So when I say, when you feel even a little bit off, even a little inkling of something not right, that is not in congruence with who you truly are and what you truly deserve, drop it like it's hot immediately. I mean, no, no questions asked because every time you don't do that immediately, every time you don't nip it in the butt immediately, you are going back to your old self who is used to and has a comfort zone of declaring a thing, but not living it. And that's going backwards. That is not going forwards. Drop it like it's hot. Yes, it will hurt in the moment, but here's the thing. This is how you're going to know you've grown. This is how you're going to know that you've evolved into somebody who not some, who not only declares freedom, but lives it. Once you align with who you are, once you are that person on a consistent basis, once you are in congruence with this is who I am, this is what I want, and here's my standards of freedom, it'll become easy to drop stuff like that like it's hot. You know why? You won't put up with it. 
you will know, you will know, I mean, it'll feel so off to you in a heartbeat that you'll be like, oh no, we're not doing that. And it'll be cut. And after a while, you won't even feel like that's a tough thing to do. It'll just become exactly what Andrea Bolt's quote says. And I'm going to end on this quote. Freedom is not about the size of your cage or power of your wings or non-attachment to a person or a thing. Freedom is about being so truly, madly, and deeply attached to your own soul that you can't bear, if only for a moment, a life that doesn't honor it. You deserve a life that honors your soul. You deserve a business that fulfills your mission and purposes on this planet. You deserve to be so free. As Albert Camus said, the only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. You need to be so free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. You don't have to talk rebellion. You don't have to speak rebellion. You don't have to do rebellion. You are so free that like people look at you and they go, how the hell is she the bank? How the hell does she not have a mortgage? How does he just go and buy a car? How is he, how is he transforming people's lives on that scale? How is she helping people do that? That person came from nothing and by working with her, they got, your very existence in that scenario becomes an act of rebellion. So stop it with the, I'm so demoralized by the way our world is turning out. Stop it with the, I'm so, I'm so saddened by the way, you know what? The political arena right now sickens me, but you're never going to hear me talk about my specific views on politics on this podcast or anywhere else. You know why? Because I'm too busy working on the fact that I'm making my own existence the act of rebellion. Enough said. I do it in my life. I make sure I'm doing it in other people's lives. Done. I don't have to worry about the political arena. That will transform as a direct result of me becoming so absolutely free that I am the bank, that my very existence is an act of rebellion. That's what it means to live courageously. That's what it means to be truly free. That's what it means to exist on your own terms every single day for the rest of your life. And here's the thing. One of my other favorite quotes, and I'm going to end right here. A wise woman once said, fuck this shit, and she lived happily ever after. What do you need to do to say that in your life and business? What do you need to do to live a life where if anything ever feels off to you, you don't sit with it for five years trying to figure out whether this is going to work. You don't sit with it for three years trying to figure out, is this the business for me? Literally, the moment stuff feels off, you trust yourself so deeply and you are so connected to your soul that you can't even bear, if only for a moment, a life that doesn't honor it. What is it going to take? Because really, at the end of the day, your freedom is going to come when you decide to live so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. And I can't wait to see you get there. And I can't wait to get there. And the way that we're going to get there, let me go back real quick to this. Five game-changing questions, answer them today. Write them today. Three life-altering intentions, answer them. Complete them in detail today. And then one absolute commitment. Revamp that entire schedule. Revamp it and 
Trust that you're going to figure out how to fail forward, fail fast. Yeah, will you always stick to it? Probably not. That's when you go in that very moment when you're off course, honor the lesson, get right back on track. Period. The end. That's all I'm going to say. Happy 4th of July to those of you who are in America, United States. And for those of you who are not, hey, this is your month to have your freedom. Not only declare it, live it, be it, and pass this on to somebody else. One thing I would love for you to do is you know people who are not free, whether it's in life, in business, in career, in both, you know people who are living in cages that they created. Share this episode with at least three people. I want you to email it to them, text it to them, send it to them. They need to hear this because I'm not talking about cages just in a business. I'm talking about cages in your life. And you know that you know folks who have created cages that they complain and bitch about. They need to hear this episode. Send it to three people. Share it with them. Because until, here's the thing, we've got to get free so we can help other people get free. And other people need to get free so they can help other people get free. Share this episode. I'm I'm done with this declaring your freedom. It's time that we live it. And the only way we're going to live it is with those five game-changing questions, those three life-altering intentions, and to literally reboot how we are living our day-to-day. Reboot that sucker. It is not working. It is supporting your cages. It is not maximizing your freedom. Done. We're done with this. We're done with it. Revamp it. I'm doing this today with crayons and and colored pencils and everything that I could find in big pieces of white paper. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do and join me in fire your inner critic, find your inner badass and finally build your business. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. I will see you guys on the next episode of She Runs the Show.